Hi, this is Laura Jean Fanella, singer and songwriter. And I'm here coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I have my shades closed to keep the sun out so I stay nice and cool and I have my air conditioner on. I hope you're able to keep comfortable today. I got heat stroke, what was it, Wednesday? Uh, was it Wednesday? Yesterday. Oh, I mean, it tastes Thursday. Tuesday, I got heat stroke. It was almost 100, and I did not expect after I got my flu shot, which they put all the new strains in there too, and I walked out of Fred Meyer's where I got it done, and I could not even breathe well. I couldn't believe it. It was like I was walking into an oven. My head was walking into an oven, and I've, I've walked in hot temperatures before, and I did not expect that at all. I had no problem sitting in the air conditioning after I got it done. I felt fine enough, took a couple Tylenol, and um, I also took like a hemp pill, one that's really good for nerves, like if I'm, if I'm in pain or um, getting other procedures done, like girly stuff that can be uncomfortable. But nope, this was unbelievable. So uh, what I would do if, I, if that happened again, thinking straight and clearly, I would just hop in an Uber or Lyft or something or a cab and get out of there, but I couldn't go home. So I was thinking, probably that's why I didn't think of that, but it could have taken me to the movie theater where I spent a good five hours about after that because my apartment building was being checked for bugs, which they do regularly, which is great. You want that. But I did not expect a day like that. So I'm just grateful to be sitting in and um, not sick. <laughs> it really affected me a little bit. So I did get a really cool song written for you today and um, I think it's one of my best. I used my highest points of intelligence and I picked up some kind of cool loops but because of course that little bit of heat stroke threw me off slightly this week but I'm still proud I could write a song for you guys. Um, I will try to have that done for next week provided everything goes well. <laughs> so let me go over that song with you and I think it's really kind of cool how I came about it. I was trying to figure out how to write a song this week, and I really like to try to write a new one each week. It seems to work well here. You guys like that. Um, I, don't, I don't want to complain. It's always hard. It's always hard. I like to just really try to do it. So I thought um, I'd change up my routine. So my, my first thought of writing, though, I'll get to that in a little bit. It's just kind of light. Throw that in here when I'm going to save it. I, I thought to do um, art. Art speaks to us through writing. And I said, well, what usually inspires me to write? And um, art is what inspires me to write. Because when I was studying, I had to read into art. And it's amazing the connection you make with it. So let's look at art history and see uh, where it took me to write this song. So um, Mystic Energy, I want to go back to that for a moment. Uh, where I changed up my routine, Rebecca Campbell. Um, I really love her. She's a mystic, and you can find her online very easily. Uh, she's just a very, very special woman who has a special power, and she just puts this beautiful influence over me. And I have been wanting to go back to her and pick up on some of her um, beautiful messages that she sends. So I subscribed to her YouTube channel, and she'd have a few really pretty minutes that she'd share with you to talk about her programs coming up but the way she does it it just kind of takes it takes me anyway into a bit of a trance so I was lucky enough 
to be able to um, get her ebook at the library, one of them. I, I bought one of them. It could have even been one of the ones I bought. I don't quite remember. But she has three there, so I was able to get an ebook where my library is closed till October. I can't get the other two uh, to be placed on hold to pick them up. So I went into some of the links into the ebook, and I was able to get three of her meditational downloads. So that made a huge impact on me just as of last night. But I had already been taking in, um, geez, you know, I might have even finished writing a song after I listened to her, but she's making a really huge impact on me. So between changing up my routine, I still listen to uh, Beverly F. Searles, the two minutes every day. I feel I really still need her in my life, and now I added Rebecca. And I looked at all the art online. I started with medieval, thinking that medieval art is what um, inspires me the most. And medieval, basically, all they could write about them was um, control or religion. So it really wasn't as interesting as I thought. I forgot that's what it was. Well, I, I don't know if I... We kind of called it a little bit of different names in school, but um, I didn't quite forget, but it just didn't hit me the way I thought it was going to hit me. And then, of course, Renaissance, and um, I'm not a postmodern at all for creativity for writing, um, but... Modern's kind of cool, but I'd have to say more Renaissance. And Renaissance can really get mixed in with a bit of uh, modern with um, Leonardo da Vinci with the Mona Lisa, which can be looked at Renaissance or uh, I guess they call it postmodern, but uh, mannerism, idealism, reality, and all that stuff, which I think is really cool. Um, Manierism, they, they uh, got more into uh, people's reactions to life versus just uh, being there in a particular situation. They really accentuated on the reactions. Idealism um, is more I idolized where, you know, it has to be structured, where they had to do Catholic at one point, then they had idealism. And then, of course, realism came in where people said, well, I don't want to do that, I want to do what I want to do, basically. And it was basically kind of flat-out open market then, you know, do what you want to do. So I'd have to say probably the Renaissance is what really kind of inspired me, because it was a period, but it was a, it was a set period of, um, of, I think, kind of a, a, structured, a structure for one thing, but I could see formality in it, and I really like that, a bit of formality, because it's something I can judge whether or not I want to go along with it. And I like to go along with it and dance with it and play with it. So that, that started the whole thing. And I wrote these first two paragraphs. I wrote the power outside of our hands that we fight so hard to visualize. And in this, we find ourselves trapped in order to get there. And this is basically, I suppose, all the different forms of art I started out with. That can lead us to the most open realm, dropping, falling, leaping, are in our thoughts as we open our hands to receive what is meant to come to us. Now, Rebecca's very uh, wonderful about telling you to open up and receive, which is very important. And, um, like, receive the uh, receive what's coming to us from the universe. And she combines God and the earth and the universe. And, of course, you know, we're made up of matter ourselves, so our bodies are very connected to the universe. And I won't push you to to think that deep into that, but that's where that came from. Um, but also, I had seen a lot of the um, the art structures and the paintings where uh, people would hold their hands open, and I just, I find it fascinating that many years ago, and, and I find at least 
my mentality had been to believe that years ago uh, you're more ignorant and the more progressive we are as of today means we're smarter. So when you see the same feelings and the same wants and same grasps, except without a dishwasher, that I'm talking about right now, that, that if you've been lucky enough that you've been able to learn about what receiving is, I find that absolutely fascinating. And so that was just, that was before I even really kind of thought about Rebecca. It was watching these uh, godly people in the more, I'd say it was more of a um, medieval uh, mannerism type of work I was looking at. Sometimes it's a place outside of ourselves or just outside of our control. It's within, I'm told, I'm sure. That's kind of all the stuff I'm saying. You know, I'm going back and forth looking at this and we're all taught certain things and usually about the same per era, but tell me how you want me to help you. I see your lips, I read your eyes, your pain is mine, why? Now that's still all the artwork. And then I, I fell upon some female artists yesterday because I try to look for inspiration from them. I've always loved the cranberries. Um, so that's where these next few verses come from. I'm meant to be here so I don't die, but listen to you and your message to me. But how did I miss you listening to you so long, bringing me comfort as I never took your hand, now you're gone. So many years down the road, my head cracked for everyone to see. I can see how I could have been there for you. I still listen to you today as I skip the cement road behind my house like a little girl drinking your words, soaking the wisdom. It was just like yesterday. And um, I think I, uh, that part, from personally for me, was when the beautiful lead singer, um, uh, Dolores, and I can't pronounce her name well, she, um, I had no idea that she was battling mental illness, and when I was kind of holding on to her myself, which we love to hold on to music, and I held on to her strength and her writing and just her force and her voice, and I would walk around a lot in my, um, I could say backyard, but it was more like down the road behind my, my home, in the front of my home, but down the hill, and there was a cement path you could walk on. And I walked there and listened to her, and I would listen to every single one of their songs and couldn't believe the writing and how powerful it was and how powerful it was performed. But the fact that this woman was, was um, you know, fighting, fighting to, um, to stay strong, and you wouldn't know. I, I had absolutely no idea, and how I was holding on to her so that, you know, I could have some strength and really be inspired by her. I, I was kind of sad to find out that she passed away and I was really never able to reach out to her and give her my strength and where she just did so much for me. So that's kind of where that came from. So um, I was kind of surprised I could really uh, go that deep into a, um, I didn't pick a course yet, I will work on that. But I was surprised I was able to um, get into something so strong. And it really showed me how connected to her I was. It just brought back the memories of um, 
just walking around and taking in. I would really take in the lyrical content uh, greatly. I was shocked at how much they could write and get away with it because I, I had written so much and I really didn't feel well received. I felt that I was being too bold. But then when I went back to school, I really saw there were very many bold writers. So I thought, well, maybe I just wasn't a good novelist. So um, when I started songwriting, and, and let's just say this particular one, use it, uh, use it as an example, I thought, you know, I'm not so bad. I'm not so bad after all. I think you just really have to maybe be, for me anyway, be so connected to something that um, that magic can come to you. So, I mean, I think I really gave quite a few examples of what I did and where I came from to get this piece. So um, I suppose it's, it's really difficult to be able to tell someone where your writing can come from. I really didn't think I could quite do that because a lot of times it would just come to me, I would write it down and it wouldn't necessarily make sense to me, but I knew it came from a place that was important and had meaning because it came so quick. So I wouldn't question it and I trusted myself at that. And, um, but now I can actually talk about it a little bit, which is good because I can really help other people out there with it. And I honestly didn't think that was going to be the case. So, but I hope that you enjoy the song uh, that I wrote. I did not, um, name it. Like I said, I haven't put music to it and I haven't uh, really quite picked a chorus, but I mean, you have all these words down here and I, I had told you I had found some really cool loops that seemed to come pretty easy to me uh, yesterday too which I was really shocked so cognitively I don't know if I'd even say cognitively I'd say sensory wise in my gifts that for sound that I've had ever since I was a kid because my parents would make me listen to music over and over again because you know they wanted peace and quiet in the home so I'd have to lay down and listen to it so and it would be their music <laughs> so it was grown-up stuff so um, my hearing's really good to pick up on music and um, what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I was able to. <laughs> I just ooh, switch right into the magic that I was happy I could hear. I was able to really hear the compositions really well, like I had previously. I'd have to say years before, <laughs> but it just came to me. So the. Um, the exercising I think I've been doing has helped with that. Anyway, I think it's really helped maybe cognitively uh, not get my deficits um, in the way so that way I could be able to uh, use my senses a little bit better. And so I was able to use that gift of sound and really pick up on it yesterday. So that was exciting. And, you know, so I'm not pushing myself too much so that I just fall and get absolutely horribly exhausted but you know I have been making sure even if I'm really really tired I just try to get at least 20 minutes of even just walking slow if that's the case so and every day and if it's not walking then stretch and do yoga so but um I ah Dancing in the Clouds is being released September 23rd from Amuse yay Amuse in Sweden and then it's every 30 days I can put another release, so I'm going to try for, I'm in heat, and I messed up, I think I already told you guys, yeah, with, he is not that man, because I went and recorded, maybe I didn't tell you, I recorded from the left side of the, uh, 
sound system instead of in the middle. And I don't know how I did that, but I messed up. And so that's the one out there. And it's really hard to take it down when you just put it up, especially when I put it out in the EP. But that's all right because I was afraid to do it. I didn't, I, I was going through that syndrome. Oh, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And I said, well, I'm just going to do it. And because I did that, of course, there was a mistake in there. But the other three songs are fine. And now I actually have eight listeners, which I'm back up to. If I had 10 or 11, I was fine with it. Because there are people that have 10 or 11 and their music's being played in the, you know, on the radio in the store when I'm grocery shopping. So, I mean, I figured I'm back in the game again, you know. And that was really quick. So even if that's all I get, then I'm okay. Um... I mean, who knows, it might be someone who likes me enough that they play me at work or at a bigger organization or something, or maybe even in the store, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be cool? But um, I'm extremely grateful, and I'm just so happy that song is going on. I have my beautiful son on the cover of it, and I think I even took the photo. I can't imagine that he would be able to, but I, I still can't believe it because it came out good. I must have used his iPhone. It's pretty infallible. But um, he's just beautiful on there as, as a, you know, a young man walking on the beach. And I just think the, the world of him and it was about him and I or any parent with a child's relation when you're growing up with him. Um, just how much they mean to you and how much you mean to one another is just such a gorgeous song that way. So I think everyone can relate to it. And it's written in the, the composition in the same um, uh, genre really as um, Lost in a Sea of Darkness which is one of my better ones that did well this year too so and then yeah so that's I am I can't tell you how happy I am I knew that they would be the solution to the problem because in the states I don't have that solution when I'm using loops out here and I just haven't been able to get into audacity to really change them around quite a bit um, when I'm working that hard to push myself that forward with my autoimmune disease, it's kind of hard for me to be that technical to take loops and really drag them into so many different things. Um, because the more you, you, you know, the more you fight to get healthier, the more your head's here, and then it knows more of what's going on with your body, and then it'll hit you and say, I don't like this, I don't like that. And so it's a little bit of a problem because technically, I'm not good. Everything else, I'm great. I mean, you know, I can lay in bed and be half asleep, and I can come up with um, lyrics, and singing is very healing for me. But when I have to do the whole nine yards, um, you know, that's when I have to really structure myself. And I'm proud of myself that I do it, and I encourage everyone else to do it, too. You know, don't not do it because it's too hard. You know, if you have to do less, then do less. You know, but just, you know, complete the project, get it done, no matter what it is, and, um... It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, your beauty of what you put into the music yourself and, you know, how you sing it and how you come about to it. And um, even if you just have to acapella something, there's so much beautiful stuff out there that doesn't even have music to it. And, or, or, I mean, I couldn't get into play gigs because I don't play an instrument. I mean, I was going to do maracas and just bang a tambourine on my side. Or, I mean, technically, you know, you could do all that. Just... You know, you know, I can't use my hands even well to do maracas, but, I mean, put bells on your toes. I don't have good legs either to do that with strength. So, I mean, it sounds weird because I do yoga, though, but that's the fact, unfortunately. Technically, you know, when you have to pinpoint something with me, it's hard. So maybe with you, too, but, you know, just uh, don't give up and don't give up on your dreams and what's important to you and find important people to 
to be mentors to you because, I mean, if I didn't have people like Rebecca and Beverly, I mean, I would be waking up with tears because um, these people have hit my soul. And um, I, I have to say when I'm at my deepest points where it could be as dark as possible and I could be as frightened as humanly possible, which is one of the really, really bad things to me that can happen to me that I don't want to go to at any, you know, at any cost if I can stop that. Um, that <laughs> well basically anyway is to find somebody that's important to you or some some routine that's important to you that'll help you so i hope that you enjoy this podcast and i will bring you another one next week so stay safe stay healthy virgin fellow singer songwriter